This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Well, would have been a great time to play the Bulls intro music. <laughs> you might have run through the whole starting lineups. <laughs> Eric Lee Show, Richard Community College's Courtney Carson, brought yes, to you sir. by Earth Mover Credit Union. Hour one of the books, thanks to Boreal Offices, our hour one sponsor, now our hour two sponsor, Dale South Lake Pharmacy in South Shores. Dale, Lauren and the crew holding it down on first drive. Uh, of course, also Coley's Corner Drugs in Forsyth, where Eric is holding it down up north, uh, taking care of uh, uh, all of you and the entire family. Friends helping friends, but really, uh, you become part of the family. You need something at 3 in the morning, they're going to get it to you. They're going to find a way to get it, uh, get your pharmaceutical needs to you no matter when uh, trouble strikes. And on top of that, just a couple great places to do some shopping. You can even get some grocery goods uh, up north, but uh, Fannie Mae candies and Yankee candles, things like that. Be sure to make a stop in before uh, buying those gifts uh, as we come up. Uh, maybe you bought a gift on World Teacher's Day for your teacher, which is today. But Eight minutes and counting. We start hour two. This should be fun. Uh, I'm all about finding some fun things to converse about right now. And uh, I didn't know that the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum existed. Uh, we got a press release. I was like, this sounds cool. Reach back out uh, about it. not information just on the, the big Chicago Bulls uh, bobblehead special release that they had uh, last Friday, but just as a whole. And uh, right now their co-founder and CEO, Phil Sklar, joins us. Phil, how are you? Doing good. How are you guys? I'm great. I'm, is, is, is the whole museum, the whole Hall of Fame, is this is this your baby? This is, yeah, me and the other co-founder, Brad, actually both from Rockford, Illinois, originally wow. and moved to... Milwaukee about 2002 and for college and loved the city and thought, hey, you know, there's no museums dedicated to bobbleheads. And uh, we found a niche in producing bobbleheads. And so we decided to found the one and only Hall of Fame and museum dedicated to bobbleheads. So that's a big thing that, that you also you also produce them and sell them on your website, too, right? Yeah, so we have not only the museum, that, which has about 6,500 unique bobbleheads on display and mm. it, exhibits with the history and how they're made and the story behind them. But we also yeah, come up with new bobbleheads uh, pretty much on a daily basis. We're thinking of something new to turn into a bobblehead. Yeah, I was kind of looking at the most recent releases with Benny the Bull. It's it's a Benny the Bull bobblehead, you know, just about this with the six titles. But Dr. Fauci and uh, you have governors and you have, you know, it's just um, you, you see something going on present day and uh, and you guys get to work. I mean, this 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 is a full time gig. This is a real deal here. You know, just creating a couple bobbleheads here and there it's way more than that yeah it is and 2020 has actually been one of our busiest years we've been you know sort of fortunate to be able to operate remotely and uh online and you know we created the dr fauci bobblehead which became our best-selling bobblehead actually uh, taking over sister Jean. Uh, oh yeah pre- our previous best <laughs> uh, but also raising money for a great cause because five dollars from every one of the fauci and governor bobbleheads is going to uh get PPE to the frontline workers. So to date, we've almost raised uh, $300,000. So it's been uh, wow. sort of a blessing to be able to do that through bobbleheads during right. the pandemic. My fear on the governor bobbleheads are what people want to do to them when they get them. I don't, I don't know if they're all <laughs> going to have uh, positive ideas. <laughs> exactly. Some heads might be decapitated, but uh, you know, once they get them, it's up to them to uh, decide what to do with it. How, how did this start? How did the, the, did, I, I'm just going to guess somebody thought they were cool and you started collecting them? Yeah, you could say that uh, definitely is the case. I started collecting actually sports cards uh, when I was a kid. My dad got me into that. And then uh, when Brad and I were friends, he was working for minor league baseball team uh, in Rockford, Illinois, the Riverhawks. And they gave away a bobblehead for the first time in 2003. And then we started to go to uh, Brewers and Bucks and Cubs and all different yeah. games to get bobbleheads. And the collection sort of grew out of control. Now, you're Rockford, Milwaukee, you're close enough. Is is the 2005 Fighting Illini basketball team in the Hall of Fame? Of course. That's yep. awesome. So the uh, yes, Illini, they actually did 
this 2005 series and then the previous, and they went back and did uh, the team from the, I think it was late 80s. Oh, did they, do the 80, they did the 89 uh, team? I forgot they did those with bobbleheads. Mm. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, definitely a great way to commemorate championships and special seasons is with the bobbleheads. That's that's all. How many did you say are in the in the hall, technically? Uh, we have about 6,500 on display, but we have about 10,000 in the collection. So we're doing a lot. We do a lot of rotating and uh, putting out new ones and just having a lot of fun with it. So are you are you kind of on the list that every time one's made, you, you get one? Yeah, it's hard to keep track of everything, but we do try our best. And, you know, some teams will send them to us. Others, you know, sometimes we'll get individuals who just drop off the box. And sometimes somebody will just send in a single bobblehead and they all get added to the collection, which continues to grow basically on a daily basis. But is there, is there, do we know what the first ever created bobblehead was? Um, so the bobbleheads date back to the late 1700s. There's not sort really? of one first bobblehead, but it's like a Julius Caesar bobblehead. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, what is, what is the oldest that you guys have? Um, so we have some from right around the late 1800, early 1900s. Really? Um, some, those obviously not sports related bobbleheads, uh, but some sort of just, uh, figurines that had heads that, that bobbled. Really? So they're, like, made out of some kind of stone, but the head moves? Correct, yeah. And those are more of, like, a ceramic or porcelain oh, ceramic. type okay. material at that time. Well, are they just just plain figures of, of humans? Are, they're not, are, they, are they modeled after anybody? Nope. They, yeah, they're just sort of uh, generic uh, Oriental Asian uh, figurines. And, okay. Uh, that was how they started in 1960s when the first uh, sports bobbleheads of uh, Specific teams were actually produced. Who did that first, the Yankees? Um, so actually, they made most of the teams at that time. So oh. there's, you know, the the uh, you know Cubs and Bears okay. were included in the series, the Packers, mm. and basically all the teams that were around at the time. I honestly thought you were going to tell me like the first one was in 1998 or something. Mm. I, I can't believe right. that that this these are so old. Um, did did the bobblehead? craze it picked back up about that time though i assume is that is that a good way to put it yeah yeah your timeline's pretty good yeah 1999 is when the first stadium giveaway bobblehead was and that was the san francisco giants hmm. giving away a willie mays bobblehead and that really reignited the bobblehead craze uh and it hasn't slowed down since you know all teams major and minor leagues have given away bobbleheads and in increasing numbers every year, except this year, which yeah. uh, there was nobody to give the bobbleheads away to. But <laughs> I think uh, once fans are back in the stands, there's going to be a lot more promotions just to get people uh, back to the stadiums and enjoying the games in person. Uh, how, how many how many places are sitting on like 10,000 bobbleheads of a guy who might be on somebody else's team next year? Like those are going to be a rare collectible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's going to be quite a bit of that. There's a lot of teams who – have a lot of bobbleheads and other promotional items in storage just waiting uh, for yeah. fans to be able to come and get them. And so, yeah, it'll be definitely interesting to see how things play out. And uh, yeah. it'll be a, an interesting year, hopefully, where fans will be able to get back into the stadiums. Are, are there – now, obviously, the old ones you talked about from 200 years old, but are there bobbleheads worth quite a bit of money? There are, yes. Yeah. So one from 1960s, and you mentioned Yankees, that's actually the highest – Selling bobblehead of all time. There was a, they made some promotional versions, 14 inches tall. Hmm. Uh, one recently sold for just uh, over ninety thousand dollars. Wow, well, is that the babe? Uh, it was a generic Yankee, yeah. Oh. So just the oh. that sort of classic vintage boy face uh, in a Yankees uniform. Guess it would have been oh. '60s, so they would have been still a guy from 30 years prior mm-hmm. that, that they'd have been made. That's pretty cool. Tell me about. Tell me, are you open right now? Is is the hall is you know with the COVID situation, or can people still come visit? So we're open 24-7 online, uh, our store, and also for virtual tours. You can walk through 360 degrees at bobbleheadhall.com backslash virtual tour. Uh, we've been closed for the pandemic, and we're hoping to reopen here pretty soon as things slowly uh, reopen in terms of entertainment venues, sort of the non-essential businesses. Uh, so we are working through that, and uh, we've been releasing new bobbleheads uh, pretty much weekly since the pandemic started. So are you... This is you guys releasing this Benny the Bull one, right? Yeah, so we uh, produce and work with uh, FOCO, who has all the licenses for the major teams. That's what I was going to ask you about, uh, if you have the licenses. Okay, yeah. Yep, so it's officially licensed, 8 inches tall. It has Benny the Bull and actually the retro Benny uh, from the time period from the 90s dynasty. Um, He has uh, holding two championship trophies with uh, 
four more at the base, so all six titles are represented, and a backing list all the years for the titles. And I guess since Michael Jordan can't have, it doesn't have uh, rights to the bobbleheads. Uh, you know, we can't do a Michael Jordan bobblehead. I think this is the next best thing. It really mm-hmm. captures uh, all six titles in one bobblehead. And, you know, you remember that the great teams in which the last dance really uh, yeah. brought it back into prominence this year. So we're excited to have oh, the yeah. bobblehead. Uh, new head coach. New head coach. New excitement for the Bulls. Good time. It's bobbleheadhall.com. It's a $45 bobblehead. It's going to be uh, one of them rare, you know, bobbleheads you can grab. I'm, I'm, I see a thing on here about memberships. What's a membership do? Yeah, so we have about a thousand members from every state now. Uh, so memberships give you unlimited access to the museum, both in person and online. Hmm. You get discounts, uh, a special bobblehead that's exclusive to members, and uh, several other benefits. You get the chance to get bobbleheads before the general public. So lots of different perks and. Uh, makes it a fun thing. We also recognize uh, our members permanently in the museum, so your name uh, goes up on display as being a member of the museum. That's cool, and I'm, it looks like you got a lot of different prices from, from the, the membership. Yep, they start at $20, and they go up to $1,000 for the lifetime membership, which gives you those member benefits uh, for life. And we actually have, uh, you also get a custom bobblehead of yourself, one for you and one for uh, display at the museum, which is a fun That's uh, cool. perk that, yeah. It, it, I've seen, you know, you see it all the time around here. You know, colleges probably do it a little more than like high schools, but sometimes people get a bobblehead made of somebody. Is that something people can reach out to you guys and do, or is that more of a FOCO thing? Nope. So the website, uh, bobbleheadhall.com that you mentioned a few minutes ago is the same spot. You can go on there and uh, do a custom bobblehead. Wow. Do it all online and choose from hundreds of different body types or do something completely customized. And, yeah, like you said, they make great gifts for uh Pretty much anybody. It's something who, somebody who doesn't have or has everything. You know, they don't probably have a bobblehead of themselves. Yeah, and, and it, I'm, I, I, did, I would have just clicked on it. About a hundred, two hundred bucks, you, you can get a bobblehead about anything, huh? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, right around a hundred, hundred twenty-five dollars for most of them. Or if you want something more complex, it ranges a little closer to the two hundred dollar range. I see the the bride and like you do bridesmaids and right. groomsmen. If you want to do those, yeah, that, that kind of stuff's fun. So yes, so, wedding couples as well. So yeah, pretty much anything you can think of, you can turn into a bobblehead. Courtney on the ground on a, with a bike, you can get one of those made. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which bobblehead is in higher uh, demand than most bobbleheads? Um, so the Dr. Fauci bobblehead continues to sell extremely, you know, well, uh, unfortunately, the pandemic keeps going on, and he's in the news mm-hmm. every day. So, um, yeah, that one's been our number one bestseller. But uh, the Bulls bobblehead's been going strong. They're individually numbered to uh, 1998. Mm. Uh, so each one is hand-numbered on the bottom, and once they're gone, they're gone. So, yeah, the individually numbered limited edition ones are always really popular. Have you made every president? Or has have they been made, I should say? Yeah, so we actually, uh, the Democratic National Convention was supposed to be in Milwaukee this summer, and that oh, was obviously uh, yeah. scrapped. So we made the, we called them the neglected presidents uh, who had not had a bobblehead. So now, yes, all 45 presidents have now had a bobblehead. I can go buy a William H. Taft bobblehead on your website? Yes, you somewhere? can. Yep. That would be kind of neat to have all the presidents. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of neat. Uh, well, I think you said... Would you say a hundred thousand different bobbleheads in the hall? Uh, sixty-five hundred in the hall of fame. Or we have about ten thousand in the collection. Have. Gotcha. Mm. And you, you shuffle those around. When, when you are open, what what are the when, when's a good time? You open on the weekends for people? Yep. So we're normally open seven days a week, hmm. uh, Monday through Friday from ten to six, and then weekends ten to five, uh, right in sort of the heart of downtown Milwaukee area. Awesome. And that's where pretty much everything is in Milwaukee, right? Yep, you can walk to pretty much anything yeah. from where we are. You can see Miller Park and uh, go to Summerfest. So, yeah, it's hopefully once uh, everything reopens and the festivals are back, uh, some people will be able to step up and uh, take a look. Have you ever got a brew fest, Phil, on the lake uh, the last weekend of July? Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, if you go next year, we'd have to, we'll have to meet there and uh, and have a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's such Sounds a cool good. event. We've, we've gone like six, seven years in a row. It's, or maybe it was like four or five, but it, it, we hated missing this year. It's, yeah, no, it was uh, definitely sad to see a lot of the festivals and other events get canceled, but I think it'll be even better when uh, yeah. they're back. Yeah, you, most people think cheese, but cheese and beer, you can find them at, at every every block mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. <laughs> so, yes. good stuff. Phil, it's great talking to you. Anything else that you'd want to touch on that we didn't ask? 
You too. No, I think uh, you covered a lot. So, yeah, definitely check out our website, babbleheadhall.com, and you can email or call us if you have any questions or to place an order. You can do it right on there or over the phone. Awesome. Bobbleheadhall.com. And, you know, when something special comes out, you know, linking to, you know, the Cubs, the Cardinals, whatever it might be, we definitely want to know about it. We'll have you on again. Perfect. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Phil. Take care. Thanks, Phil. You too. Bye-bye. He's Phil Sklar, co-founder, CEO of the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be kind of cool to just go see, right? Yeah, definitely. You had all like 45 that. presidents bobbleheading away there. Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> if there's a consistency to them and they all kind of look the same. They don't look, you know, different sizes like they're because mm-hmm. they were made in different eras and things like that. That's uh, that's pretty neat. I, I, I've got a few bobbleheads just from, like, going to games for free. And mm-hmm. I've always kind of thought, boy, if you had a man cave kind of room, this would be a cool thing to collect. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. As a kid, it looks like an action figure, but you can't play with them. Mm-hmm. You, you destroy them. But, I mean, seriously, what I said about uh, players, I can't even remember who the player. I went to a Brewers game once when we were up going to Brewfest. We'd mm-hmm. go up the night before, go to a Brewers game almost every time. And I've got a bobblehead. Dominic, do you remember the picture in my in our, in our my studio, the WDZ studio, of a, of a just a nonsense Brewers pitcher mm-hmm. who hasn't been relevant since I got the bobblehead. <laughs> so it's like there's going to be a lot of – there's been so many of these things created right. that are no big deal. Cardinals do a great job of consistently making – there might not always be a bobblehead per se, but but like uh, uh, we've got two or three. We just happen to go to games more than once. So we have – it's like a gold glove, sta- like a little statue similar mm-hmm. to a bobblehead, but it's a gold glove Honoring Yanni Molina's gold glove from oh, the year okay. before. Yeah, um, not even a Cardinal fan. We just happened to go. I think the game away both times it was Cub games, but uh, but you get those and uh, we've also got a really cool one that my wife definitely want to make sure we got there early enough for. Mm. It was Harry Carey's call of Stan Musial's three thousandth hit, mm. and, uh, and and it's a very young Harry Carey, but it's Harry sitting at the desk and you hit the button and you hear the call. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got that in the studio too, so. Uh, but it's just uh, um, they, they get creative. These are pretty cool things. If you look at that, look at the website, you'll be kind of blown away. I saw governors. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, oh, if they've made. It's not every governor, but it's a ton of governors. And if you're wondering, our governor is on there. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people want to go buy a Pritzker governor uh, bobblehead, um, but uh, it's on there if you, you know, got something you want to do. Tampa Bay Lightning fans, their mascot holding the Stanley Cup over his head is already created. Governor bobbleheads are $25, though. Andrew Cuomo, Andy Bashir, Charlie Baker, Chris Sununu, Gavin Newsom, Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan, Pritzker, Larry Hogan from Maryland, Mike DeWine, Ohio. Phil, I, I don't know any of these. It's a, it's a, it's a set of 12. <laughs> that so. Cuomo, I like, I'll take that one. He's, like he's just a laid-back cool dude. Yeah, he's he? so cool, man. He I doesn't like care him. about it. <laughs> and his brother compliments him well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and then so, and he's single. <laughs> oh, so that's yeah. like part of the news, and he's always out there working out shirtless. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. You get a lot of beef for it. I like it. 25 and counting. We get a break. Hour two, marching on. Uh, if you're interested in the baseball game, I, I guess I left that part out of uh, – I didn't mean to, but I left that part out of the rollout. Cubs are done. Cardinals are done. White Sox are done. <laughs> <laughs> also, Courtney is done. <laughs> My bracket was looking pretty good, except for the fact I picked the wrong winner. Except you lost the champion. But oh, everything, man. I think I only missed two things. I think Courtney can only get one more series right. He's only got one more because <laughs> he had the Cubs, Cards, and White Sox in the Final Four. But it, does he have maybe the Braves or the Reds in the Final? No, it wouldn't Reds. be the Reds. Does he have the? No, the Reds lost. Or who, who are the Braves playing now? They're playing. Uh, the Courtney's already lost. No, the I got the Reds. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, he picked the Cubs uh-huh. and the Reds, so they're gone. Blue Jays <laughs> gone. Sox gone. So he's got a... What's his final four? I think we should change the conversation to football. Cards, <laughs> Cubs, Sox, Yankees. He's Yankees. got Yankees. He's I got, got the Yankees. Yankees. Come on, Yankees. The only And that's only one more series. <laughs> you had them losing after the next series. Come on, Yankees. My final four completely still intact. Really? Yeah. Now mm-hmm. I, I did not pick the Cubs to lose. I did not pick. I picked the Twins, but I but I I didn't pick them to win the next. I didn't pick uh, the Twins to win the next series because I think me and Dom each got five out of the eight. But looking down the road, Dom's already lost her champion. So <laughs> she's got a, she's in a tough spot. Yeah. So you're I rooting, got six out of the eight. You're rooting for the Rays to disrupt my bracket and knock out my champion. Oh, you got six. Did I get six or did I get five? You you got six. Oh, so we. I thought okay. I thought we tied. So. 
Hey, Tom Brady was phenomenal last night. You didn't want to listen. You just wanted to pick your own thing. (laughs) He could have followed us, gave you the opportunity. (laughs) Tom Brady. (laughs) By the way, did he he throw a pick six yesterday? He did. That's the second time he's done it this year, I believe. But he had five five touchdowns. But he also led them to a comeback win. He actually Mm -hmm. has four, uh, they said, Four pick sixes in his last six games, I think they said. Yeah. That's so. going back to his last pass of last yeah, year, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Four pick sixes. Uh, before we talked to Phil Sklar, the, the A's were leading the Astros three to nothing. The Astros then got home runs out of Bregman and Correa to tie it at three. And now, uh, the A's have homered and Robbie Grossman almost homered. So they got two runners on, uh, four to three A's. So, uh, this game is, 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 is rolling. It's the fourth inning. And boy, is it weird to see the A's playing the Astros in Dodger Stadium. That looks really weird. Dodgers aren't even part of it, but uh, it's on TBS. So mm. part of your rollout are we're down to eight teams and nobody local is left. So Courtney's bracket <laughs> is completely busted. Busted. Hour two, first break. Away we go. Three-day weather forecast popping up from the Rev. Courtney Carson. Make it sexy. This is your WSOY three-day forecast. Today is sunny with a high near 62. Monday night, mostly clear with a low around 47. On Tuesday, it's sunny with a high near 74. And on Wednesday, it's sunny with some winds and a high near 80. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. You stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. Best known for its barbecue and the city of fountains. Well, KC is bringing that famous barbecue smoke taste to your city at the all new Kansas City Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for the switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. If you're hungry, it's time for the switch. Check out Kansas City's Barbecue Pit. Let me tell you something, America. Come on down to Kansas City Barbecue Pit, 2645 North Oakland Ave. Oh, what KC's famous for. Barbecue ribs, rib tips, brisket, pork, chicken, turkey, Polish, smoked potatoes, baked beans, potato salad, coleslaw, and desserts. Check out the $7 all-in meal specials, seafood Saturday, jerk Fridays, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Sunday, 12 to 5. For info or call-in orders, call 217-220-6090. You don't understand. Yeah! When you talk about tires, you're talking about numbers, tire size, speed rating, load index, air pressure. But there's really only one number you need to know for tires. That's 877-5051, the phone number for Smith Tire Company. Just tell us what kind of vehicle you drive, and we'll go over the numbers with you. When you have as much experience as we have at Smith Tire Company, we know what all the numbers mean. So see Smith Tire Company today at 2119 East Pershing Road, or call us at 877-5051. That's the only number you'll need to know for tires. So, you've heard all about how Best One of Central Illinois has a new location in Decatur, but have you visited yet? Well, now is the time. Come experience the Best One pricing advantage and unmatched service. With over 250 locations, they have buying power on major name brand tires, yet with local ownership, they remain committed to the community. Visit today for all your tire needs, service repairs, and preventative maintenance at Best One of Central Illinois on the corner of Martin Luther King and Pershing Road in Decatur. Best One, where the best costs less. Sean Conley says they'll be watching the president's vital signs closely. Because we're in a bit of uncharted territory when it comes to a patient that received the therapies he has so early in the course. Dr. Conley says the president will be given the fourth of five treatments of remdesivir before leaving Walter Reed. The World Health Organization is estimating about one in ten people around the world may have been infected with coronavirus or around 760 million cases. WHO's Emergencies Director Mike Ryan says most of the population remains susceptible. The disease continues to spread. It is on the rise in many parts of the world. The one in ten estimate is around 20 times the number of confirmed infections. Fox's Simon Owen, America, is listening to Fox News. Rural hospitals are vital to Illinois families and our economy. But Betsy Londrigan supports a government takeover of our healthcare system that could force over half of America's rural hospitals to close down. Here in Illinois, we could lose 39 rural hospitals. Betsy Londrigan's liberal healthcare plan would destroy jobs and jeopardize our care. 
hurting families with pre-existing conditions the most. A Madigan machine politician, liberal Betsy Londrigan would make Washington worse. Congressman Rodney Davis is on our side. Rodney is taking on the big insurance companies and drug companies to protect families with pre-existing conditions and to lower prescription drug prices. And Rodney secured funding for PPE for our healthcare heroes and voted to make coronavirus testing free for every Illinois family. Congressman Rodney Davis fights for us. I'm Rodney Davis. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Rodney for Congress. With record low inventory, low interest rates, and climbing demand, this isn't a buyer's or a seller's market. This is everyone's market. Now's the time to start planning your next move. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Brink Auto Realtors has the team and resources you need to get started. Call 217-875-0555 or visit BrinkOtter.com today. Our technology, expertise, and network is your powerful advantage. Find your way home. BrinkOtter.com. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. It's bodacious. <laughs> you know we know all the words of this one. Come on. I'm just, I can't, I'm trying to think ahead if there are any words I can't say in this song. But no, I think it's pretty clean. <laughs> you know, you don't know all the words of any songs, do you? None of those. I'm an old school kind of guy. Give me some old school or some gospel This isn't old enough? Oh, some gospel I don't know if I, you're going to have to tell us the exact song to get you to sing. Or some Tupac. Okay. Some well, we Bobby can't say Bowman. any of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it picture me rolling. I was only able to get two Tupac songs on here. <laughs> yeah. And one of them's probably California Love, which is the most overplayed Which we already song played time. and yeah. you said that, yes. Yeah. Two America's Most Wanted <laughs> is the most radio played song I like. Yeah. 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 Uh, some of his best stuff is the slow stuff. Look at that. William Howard Ta- I just like him because he was, he's the fattest president ever. <laughs> You still going through the uh, bobbleheads? I am too. Do they have them in like a bathtub? Uh, what's that? Do they have them in a bathtub? No, no, they, no. That would be a great one. Big old too. gray mustache on him, though. Because you know they had to make him a special like uh, did, bathtub because yeah. he was so big. Yeah. So oh, that would be awesome if they had something. Yeah, like which that. is probably the, the the bathtub they made for Taft. I bet is like a third of the size of whatever tub they have in the White House now. It's mm. probably some special jet streamed hot tub bathtub mm-hmm. made of gold. <laughs> made of gold. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's nothing to do with it being Trump. Just the White House. I'm sure it's uh, <laughs> the White House as a whole uh, as the uh, the most expensive everything. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you know much about president history? Um, but like like if I if I tell you like they have a set of eighteen mm-hmm. uh, of they called that he said the neglected presidents probably the least talked about presidents. Talk to me about them. Do you know? Who, I was going to ask if you could guess who you think the eighteen most neglected presidents are. I'm not sure. So it's, there's going to be no Lincoln or Kennedy or right. Reagan or actually nobody, the most current president on this list. Is McKinley on, his, on there? Is I believe is Calvin who? Coolidge. Huh? McKinley on there? Calvin Coolidge, yeah. Some of these McKinley's on there. Yeah, he was president for what, eight months or three months? Yeah, or that's yeah. the one that I know everyone forgets that I just always remember for some reason. Was yeah. that Coonley? What's that? What did she say? Coonley? William McKinley. McKinley. Because he got... What did he get sick with? He died pretty soon. Or maybe he died after he got a second term. It was something unique that he died in office. Mm. Or or did he die in the, in the, uh, was he killed in a duel? Can't remember which president was killed. I I usually have all this together, but I have a, James Buchanan. He was the one who was assassinated. McKinley was assassinated? Yep. Mm. That's what this one says. Yeah. Says she was shot and killed um, at the uh, World's Fair. That's what it says. In, he was shot and killed in St. Louis. No idea. Where didn't it. say where. No, I didn't say. That was the first World's Fair. I don't know if they were all there or not. Nineteen oh four, I think. Anyway, Andrew Johnson, Andrew Johnson, Benjamin Harrison, Calvin Coolidge, Chester Arthur. His nickname was Dude President. Dude President. That's Dude, pretty cool. But yeah. Andrew Johnson isn't necessarily a forgotten president, is he? I don't know. What do you know about him? 
Not that I just know he was yeah, I mean, president. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, you got to, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also his name is Andrew Johnson. Do you get any planner of a name? Be like Mike Mike <laughs> Jones. We we would find Mike Jones interesting because of the rapper. Mike Jones. But like Mike Johnson or Tim Jones. Like Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland. He's the only president to ever what? Grove someone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he pitched in Major League Baseball for one. Did he? <laughs> number two is he's the only president to ever serve his two terms not back to back. Mm. James Wait, Buchanan. What, what does it mean to grove someone? I don't really want to know. Yeah, I don't, I, that that was the first thing that came to mind, so I said it. <laughs> grove. I didn't even know it was a verb. Just take the beginning of a person's name and turn it into a verb. <laughs> you know, you know, James Buchanan first got ever jam someone. <laughs> John Quincy Adams, John Adams' son. So, right? Yeah, he's John yeah. Tyler. He was, I believe, the tenth president, and Martin mm-hmm. Van Buren was like eighth. Millard Fillmore. Rutherford, Rutherford B. Hayes, Warren Harding, William Howard Taft, fattest president, biggest mustache, mm-hmm. William McKinley, Woodrow Wilson, well, and uh, Zachary Taylor. Okay. It's unfortunate. that I wonder what the greatest accomplishment in office was out of this list of guys. It's probably something unbelievable, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we just don't know what it is. Top of our head. It might be <laughs> Woodrow Wilson. I think I think Coolidge got some stuff done. Coolidge. I just can't remember. Mm-hmm. Did they create the FBI while he was in office? Was that him? I can't remember. Okay, enough of this. Mm-mm. I am not in. That was Hoover, right? Although he's not. Hoover was the first head of the FBI. Okay, he was the first head of the FBI, yeah. right. So that's why it had to have been before him, because then he became president. Uh, so I, don't, I can't remember. How much Hoover was ahead of Coolidge? I might be 80 years off for all I know. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure Coolidge did something. Coolidge did something. Yeah, he was he was the president. <laughs> Let's, now, 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 now I we care too find much. Some stuff. Now I'm right. committed. Uh, just the first thing that comes up on Calvin Coolidge accomplishments, the strong economy combined with restrained government spending to produce consistent government surpluses and total federal debt shrank by one quarter – during his presidency. He also signed the Immigration Act of 1924, which greatly restricted immigration into the United States. Well, great. Yeah, now he's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we brought him up. That's, as soon as he, you said that, I said, that's the one you had to read. Glad. Awesome. <laughs> way, to pick, way to pick out a winner there. On the... <laughs> that was his accomplishment. Oh, man. Nailed it. Gosh. Ouch. I bet you his family like, this guy. <laughs> just happened to be the Coolidge family was just looking for radio stations on their tune-in in, in Massachusetts, where they probably still live. Right. <laughs> like, wow, they're talking about great-great-grandpa Calvin. <laughs> right. Oh, now they're not anymore. It's over with. <laughs> Shout out to Kelsey Fields who wow. texted me and said, man, you guys, you talked about me on the radio. <laughs> I, see, we I wasn't it. making fun of your name. or just the first <laughs> male Kelsey I've ever met. He said, somebody called my wife and my wife called me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, Kelsey, for, for letting me fall and not helping me up. <laughs> man, look, look, have you watched uh, uh, Social Dilemma on Netflix yet? Um, Is that with the uh, social? Yeah. No, I haven't watched all of it, but I'm into it as... It's, it's heavy, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. the first thing I did. You know, I, I look up these facts. I'm, I'm on history.com right now. And mm-hmm. look at this page. There's an ad in the story. There's an ad on the wow. sidebar. And there's an ad on the bottom. Wow. And they're all for what? The Bobblehead Hall of Fame. <laughs> the Bobblehead Hall of Fame. <laughs> all three of these ads. It's like, wow. So and, yeah. and now now we, we, we joke and we toy with it now. This mm-hmm. is a story on history.com about William Taft that I was going to. Uh, yeah, one, two, three ads on the dang wiffle ball or bobblehead bobblehead right. whole thing. Um, that's you, yeah. you, if you have kids, mm-hmm. you need to watch Social Dilemma, and it's yeah. not to scare you. It's just to make sure you're you, you need to be aware of what your kids are watching. Yeah, but it is scary though. At the same time, you know, and and another tough. thing, there's a lot. There's bad people out there. People create bad videos. People mm-hmm. create viruses i mean these people are utter losers and they're, they're mm-hmm. trying to get paid off of this stuff 
But everything that's created that is negative today wasn't creative negatively. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you'll learn on there that uh, I mean they have five or six of the highest level execs you can get from all the social media mm-hmm. platforms. The, the I believe the number two from Twitter is one of the main guys on this, and he has mm-hmm. tried to reverse a lot of the things right. that have been done. Um, they've got people that have worked very high up in Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, uh, YouTube. They've got mm-hmm. all these people. Um, I think I think one way to put it is the gist of it. Now, I've, I've talked to a lot of parents now who take this stuff very seriously. Yeah. Um, social media, for what we think of it, is annoying. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that you can be bullied on there and things like that. Mm-hmm. They created the like button, like button on Facebook. The like button was created to spread love and just go, hey, look at this great picture. Look at these right, baby pictures. Right. But the like button, not getting enough likes, has Almost. turned into a a weapon of. Uh, not not necessarily, but, but not getting enough lights has added to uh, depression. Oh, most definitely. Uh, and, yeah. and it's like this is not what we did this for. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the social dilemma thing on Netflix. Don't not watch it because you're afraid. It, it, it's not. It, it it's kind of movieish. Mm-hmm. It's a movieish doc. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the characters from from Mad Men. And now I can't remember his name. It's been so long since I watched the show. But I believe Jim. Mm-hmm. Can't, Jim, the the really skinny guy who who. Uh, out of who, who got the main female character pregnant early in the series. That guy, I think his name is Jim. Um, he plays a, a, a three-part role in this, and he's like, his character is the uh, is the algorithm, mm-hmm. and it's the algorithm that that you're tracking. So and so user, they just watch this video. Mm-hmm. Let's give them more of this. The other leg of the algorithm character goes, oh, we just got paid on that. Mm-hmm. And the other algorithm character is going, let's feed them more of them. You right. know, one is tracking you, one is getting, you know, one is feeding you more and one is getting Facebook paid because uh, you, you get paid for certain ads for mm-hmm. certain certain videos that might have an ad on it. So they're going to get paid every time. And they know you don't have to click on a video. If you stop on a video, it, it knows how long you watch it. Now, these mm-hmm. things are created right there for the primary source to get for them to get paid. So right. I don't hate on you for finding a way to get paid mm-hmm. by knowing roughly what we're watching. Right, right. Problem is, knowing what we're watching and this algorithm, it's not Facebook's fault. It's not YouTube's fault. But, but the negative mm-hmm. videos have now become a weapon. And, yeah, we're adults. Yeah. We're not going to watch some video about whatever group out there wants to get together and go shoot whatever member or mm-hmm. whatever group out there wants to get together and hate whatever other group there's the, the you know, and, and it's not just, a, this isn't a racism conversation per se, but that would be involved. But it's, it. it's literally social terrorism. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, but, but just any, or anything that, that helps depress somebody, right. You know, and it might be videos on, on, on pushing depression, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and, and pushing how you telling you how you're, there are videos made to make people feel depressed on how they, you know, these are why you don't, you aren't good enough kind of mm-hmm. videos. And once you watch a couple, the algorithm still takes over. As mm-hmm. smart as it is for money, they can't stop the algorithm for, for, for it to be as smart as it is for negativity. Mm-hmm. And so it pushes all these videos. Now this person only sees videos under this topic, and this topic might just be, and it, it, it can brainwash a 13-year-old. It can brainwash a 16-year-old. A 5-year-old. Especially, yeah, I mean, even yeah. if they're, if it's too advanced, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's for, you know, but, but if you start getting into these things, so I mean, man, I, I think just as important as any time to just talk to your, just have, yeah, have communication. Extremely important. Because you know, it has definitely kind of altered and, and disrupted, disrupted the way we, uh, interact with one yeah. another the social fabric on how americans interact are not humans interact with yeah. one another and there's a you character know? there's a, a kid character there's a family regime and they're animated <laughs> in, in in the social dilemma show but 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 there is a but it kind of shows how the family grows apart with social media oh, the mom man. tries to, to the shut dinner down. table scene yeah oh. yeah 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 but but then but this kid goes from being a, mm-hmm. a nice probably young teenage kid to getting hooked into one of these things and then mm-hmm. going to a rally you know where there's arrest me you know he gets arrested you know it's like uh and i don't even know it doesn't even show you exactly what they're watching but you, you know the ballpark just mm-hmm. of, of what can happen when when a young person might get into a brainwash scheme or yeah or, definitely or, or get into a depression mode and you just never know every single time i shouldn't say every single time i, I have that mistake of saying that too often very very often when a young person commits suicide even in this county, mm-hmm. 
all the comments are had no idea. Right. Had no idea, you know. Right. And and you, if they if if somebody slips away and starts to feel depressed or maybe they're good at covering it up for a while and then they go on a on a on a rough run of tangent, maybe they're watching things that are enhancing that or they just have a couple really bad days, you just never know. So mm-hmm. so th- those closest to those people are the ones that got to keep the communication lines open. Most um, definitely. But but you can watch a whole lot of videos in a hurry. <laughs> right. So, right. And during this pandemic time, yeah, it's a lot. Even worse. Man, I, so watch the social dilemma, and it's and it's not a scare tactic, but it is. I think you'll learn about it to be not as negative towards social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think there's people that say I hate Facebook. When when I'll say the same thing, I'll say I hate the people on Facebook that are using it for their for the political wrong, view. Right. You know, it's like yeah. like I don't hate Facebook. Facebook's a great tool, you know, for mm-hmm. what you want to use it for. It's, it's great to be able to go, what's going on tonight? Let's go to Facebook. Right. I don't I definitely don't hate Twitter because I, I hear what's uh there's a knee injury to this mm-hmm. running back on a, on one of the nine games going on. Let me go put this and and seven people have reported on that knee injury. Right. I go to Twitter for my news. You know, I uh, you go to Instagram to you know see somebody's vacation photos. You know, mm-hmm. whatever 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 you might use each social media site for there's fun and tiktok's a lot of fun there's a lot of really talented people in this country <laughs> and, and they do a lot of fun stuff um with creative videos and, and that has helped the pandemic go by mm-hmm. uh, snapchat you can have a lot of fun on there with your friends going mm-hmm. back and forth i mean mm-hmm. there, there's there's a lot of good to be had on there but but some people i think you'll for what you hate a social media site for you might realize okay well i, I know i walked away from watching social dilemma going well, at least they didn't do all the negativity on purpose. Right. You know, and maybe some people in there didn't care, mm-hmm. and they don't care to change it now, but the monster is too big. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the giant is too giant. So to, to, to change, to change now, like something's going to have to happen. I, I had a conversation this weekend. I'm like, I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but there's, there's a lot of problems in the social media world. And wouldn't it be nice if you could have found a way that everybody has one social media account mm-hmm. every person only has one that's all you can get mm-hmm. wouldn't that limit some of the things people would do with their social media <laughs> because once you get kicked off for being a bully or something you know you're kicked off for a year or whatever it might be you know we all have one social security number wouldn't it be wouldn't it be interesting if there was a way for us to all have one facebook account it's big enough mm-hmm. i think there's as many facebook accounts as there are almost people in the world mm-hmm. there's like six there's like three billion and there's like seven people seven billion people in the mm-hmm. world you think about places that don't have access to technology. Right. But I think there's as many accounts as there are people with access to technology. I think that's the stat I had heard before. Yeah. Because so many people have started them and stopped them and created three or four. You see it probably. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is this? How am I getting the ninth friend request from this person in the last four years? <laughs> right. why, why do you keep turning your Facebook off? And why don't you just reactivate your old right. one instead of instead of starting a new one? You, know, you never know what these... Yeah, people put a lot of value into that, that show, social media accounts, man. But all the, but it's everything I've been saying identity, about starting yeah. over, maybe mm-hmm. that's one way to start over. Yeah. Maybe that would eliminate a decent chunk of problems mm-hmm. and a decent chunk of hate. You're never mm-hmm. going to get rid of everything, but wouldn't that piece things away if you had one shot at an account? And I don't, maybe it's based on your social security number, but now people are going to be afraid that government gets involved. Right. Um, but you would just need, I don't know how to do it. There's no way to probably do it. Yeah. But wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice if everybody, you're, you get you get your one access to to every social media account the way instead of just being able to create seventy of them and be a bully right and go in there and, and spread negativity behind, yeah, yeah hide behind some other person's name and things such as that hide behind stuff. a keyboard in your mom's basement <laughs> right all right last break of the day we come back we're talking to Kevin Berhaney getting uh, caught up I think uh, he's on vacation uh, but uh, oh he he has already called in all right so Kevin's going to join us next we'll touch on the food drive with him and then uh, see what's coming up for. Soy City Buzz on first mid-Mondays right when we go off the air. But our last break comes another peak at a three-day weather forecast. To Courtney Carson we go, making the weather sound sexy. This is your WSOY three-day forecast. Today is sunny with a high near 62. Monday night, tonight, mostly clear with a low around 47. On Tuesday, sunny with a high near 74. On Wednesday, it's sunny with some winds and a high near 80. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. You stay blessed and productive and keep hope alive. Phone lines are open right now, 875-1340. Dominique will wait a minute to answer it, but it's our 
Uh, our daily giveaway, the State Farm Good Neighbor Giveaway, right now, 875-1340. You win a $25 gift certificate to somewhere local. You get to pick it out when you get to Allie Doolin's office. 875-1340. One winner right now. you got a minute. Dial them up. When we come back, Kevin Brahaney. Staley Credit Union understands that sometimes banking happens on the go. That's why we've designed our services to be as mobile as you are. With online and mobile banking available on laptops, tablets, and phones, we go everywhere you go. You can manage your debit and credit cards, deposit a check, or apply for a loan. Learn more today at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. During the midst of this healthcare crisis, you can continue to count on the trusted staff at Dale Southlake and Coley's Drug Stores to continue to bring you fast, friendly, and reliable pharmacy services. We encourage customers to utilize our home delivery service, curbside delivery, or our drive-thru window. Don't forget to download our free Coley's Drugs app to submit refills for your medication anytime. Our friendly staff can help you pick out Fannie Mae candy, cards, puzzles, or other over-the-counter items. Call us today at 429-5165 for all your pharmacy needs. We're friends helping friends. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at Is this throw back enough for you? This is good. By the way, Dumb are the truth. Went back. Uh, no president was killed in a duel. I thought there was. Uh, Kurt Younghouse, who's the uh, the president, all president trivia guy, told me about Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Trust me, as many times I've watched, watched Hamilton in the mm-hmm. last uh, six months, I I knew that one. So I guess my mind sort of had Aaron Burr, who was a vice president when he killed Alexander Hamilton in a mm-hmm. duel. Um, that and Andrew Jackson killed a guy in a duel before he was president. Mm. So I, I don't know, maybe maybe those things lead together. I thought a president died in a duel, but they, I guess they were they were just either, all the presidents that died in office were either assassinated or one of them got really sick um, right after he took office, and I can't remember uh, which is which now. But anyway, wanted to uh, clear that up. There is no president killed in a duel, uh, and uh, William Howard Taft is still awesome. To the <laughs> Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines from Florida, Kevin Berhaney, what's up, sir? Hey, how you doing? You know, Andrew Jackson was almost killed in a duel himself. He was ambushed by the guy he was trying to kill, Benton. His brother got shot him from behind and almost shot his left arm off. No kidding. Wow. Wow, even deeper on on that. Could, what, what, yeah. what, what would life be like if duels were allowed now? <laughs> they'd be happening. There'd be a lot of Democrats and Republicans shooting each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, that's what it would look like. <laughs> yeah, there would be. Hey, Courtney, how are you? I'm good. I'm blessed just like Around. yourself. I wish I was in the sun. Well, like you, know, you are. It's not a bad day down here. That uh, tropical depression or whatever that thing hit, that hit Mexico is oh. kind of hitting us. Okay. But it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just a little cloudy. I'm sure you need a little break. Boy, Friday, if you were there, you know, like we, we've kind of talked about it today. If you were just watching, you might think it didn't go that well. But, boy, people delivered. This community is unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, well, you were there from bell to bell. Uh, and, and so is Michael. You guys work in the social media end of it, the part mm-hmm. that I don't totally understand. <laughs> but the radio part I get, and uh, between between uh, the radio, between social media, and the two other media outlets, the newspaper and TV station, man, I guess uh, we hit the cover off the ball, and the community delivered in fine fashion. Yeah, Amen. incredible day. Uh, I think you talk about it a little bit tonight as well on Soy City Buzz on First Mid Mondays, right? Yeah, I got one of those unique interviews with Brian Byers. I actually got, made him get up at 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning <laughs> and call in. That's when we recorded the show. And, uh, and sleep it, it in for interview. him. And I, what I what I did was kind of probe. Um, does he realize the importance of of his show and your show, particularly your, you two guys, who are the professional radio people, and how that WSOY delivers such important information to the community from the food drive to COVID nineteen, 
in sports and everything else. And he yeah. talks about it very openly. Yeah. And it's a good interview. And, and I, um, so he's coming up tonight. Does he? Who else you got on? I know you got Tom McNamara. I'm sure. Yeah, Tom. Tom's segment's really good. That's always the first segment. We talk about the Cardinals Cub. He said something interesting. I don't know what you think about this, but he says that he thinks um, Schultz, uh, the, the manager of the Cardinals, ought to get manager of the year because of the way he handled the COVID problem. And then he also <laughs> talks about the passing of Bob Gibson. And I, I told my version of the Bob Gibson story opposed to the way Brian told it this morning on the, on the air. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's pretty good. Um, and don't forget, we got um, um, notorious PIG guys. Yeah. Zach and Seth on, and we also have a new uh, executive director of the Good Samaritan, Nikki Harder Basser. Oh, cool! That's mm. a good show. Yeah, that's a, that's a pack show. That's coming up here in just a few minutes when we get off the air. So, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to hit on, Kevin? A big, big big day of thank yous. I know you know just to the community yeah. for 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 trusting you know everybody that whoever you're listening to, whatever show you're listening to, whatever. Whether it's a United Way, so everybody's hearing somebody say there's need, and people are listening to that and trusting that. You know, I guess that's the most amazing thing about the food drive, and, and it's, a, it's a tribute to you guys on WSOY. The community trusts you; they expect this food drive to come off, and, and uh, on first Friday of every October, and, and the, the community takes it as a responsibility, and they deliver. But you know, if they didn't trust you guys, if they didn't trust WSOY, it wouldn't happen. And also, the unsung hero is Dominique Smith. She's behind your radio show. She's behind my radio show, and she was behind the food drive for half the day. So she big shout out to her. Yeah, more than half. She came in at nine after Nick left, so she may have been falling asleep at the uh, at the at the controls too. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I know it. <laughs> Big thanks. We we can't we can't do it without the whole team aspect, and the team's gotten a lot smaller, so it's getting harder and harder to pull off. And uh, it sure is fun once you get out there and the accomplishments start rolling in. Yep, it, and, it's and even and more I fun when you see. You, I know that you've done double duty for well ever since probably March seventeenth. So thanks to everything you do. Oh, uh, it's nothing. It's it's also fun to watch you spend uh, many thousands of dollars in just fifteen minutes because people want. Kevin put up a match over the last 18 minutes against St. T in the second. Well, uh, according to Blake, they, they got so close, they almost won the thing because of you in the match. <laughs> you can thank Blake for starting that whole thing. Is that his? He's the one that came out and told me how close it was for second place, and he looked at me like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah all he's got to do is give a, enough money to match you. <laughs> yeah, well, Blake Allison is a, a, a great associate of mine at First Mid uh, Insurance Services in what a great guy! Big Saint Teresa supporter, as as is Michael and a lot of people. Yep, good stuff, Kevin. Great talking to you as always. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.